Hi everyone, welcome to the Hot Hits Wrestling Podcast. I'm Hitzer. I'm Hardy. And today we're joined by uh, one of the well, the pioneer of the Singaporean wrestling scene, yep. um, Andrew Tang, also Exciting. known as the Statement. The Statement, yeah. 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 Uh, say hi to our fans. Hi everyone. Yeah, uh, so guess you guys know who am I. I mean, if you don't know who, who am I, you should just go onto my YouTube page and take a look at me. I mean, <laughs> come on, man! I'm the first ever pro wrestler in Singapore. First Hello. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it must be like really stressful in the lead up to um, the show on October twentieth. How, how's that going? Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be very busy for us because, you know, we're playing a lot of logistics and of course, like, the, it's just like a, it's the last eight days away from the show, so yeah, of course, you yeah. know, we're trying uh, hard to push more tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, like, uh, ringside seats are all sold out, like, around 200 plus or so. Nice. Yeah, we, have, we actually have to add in more seats and all because of the popular response of uh, the fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, but we're just trying to push more general seating because uh, for the next upcoming show, uh, I mean, on October 20th, it'll be two stories. So Ooh. we're trying to aim for about 500 or 600. Wow. So, uh, of course, you know, if we fill up more general seatings, and of course, we can open up the second level because uh, it's a balcony, so it's going to be quite nice. So yeah. The view from there will be nice. Yeah. Definitely. Is this one of the biggest shows? Yeah. One of the biggest, like, one of the biggest, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think... The biggest show that we have was around. If you if, if consider the Singapore Night Festival, mm, yeah. yeah, that would be around a thousand, thousand people yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah, right? But yeah. it's different because it's uh, you know it's open to public and it's uh, the middle of Amman Street and it's part of Night Festival. So yeah, yeah. correct. But if let's say for one of our own shows, uh, probably yeah, we have a show that has about five hundred or so, four hundred, four hundred, five hundred people. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, the show is October 20th. It will be um, exactly like a week now. Uh, so uh, if you haven't gotten your tickets, please, please do. do. Yeah. Um, Andrew here will be taking on uh, Pete Dunn, who is, of course, yes. uh, famously the, the WUK champion. UK champion. Uh, and Pro- Progress. Progress World Champion. So um, could you tell us a bit about how you got him into the, this lineup? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, I think, you know, I heard a lot of rumors about saying that, you know, because, uh, you know, we have uh, good relations with WWE. Yeah. With the relations with the WWE Southeast Asia general manager, but mm. that is not true. Like, I mean, we, I mean, because he's a f- good friend of us, and of course, the supporter of us mm. as well. But of course, uh, how I know Pete Dunn was uh, way back in, uh, let's see, I think it's 2015 or so. Oh. 2015, before he went for the WWE Battle Kingdom. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. 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 So I was wrestling on a card in Hong Kong, and he was wrestling in, uh, in Hong Kong as well. Okay. So I think apparently, at the time, uh, I think he was with uh, quite a number of uh, UK wrestlers as well. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, one of the more prominent ones would be Sam Sam Gretwell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Uh, they were actually like uh, making a transition from. Uh, I mean, they were heading to transit in Hong Kong right. before the going to uh, China because in China there was a pro wrestling promotion. They wanted to do like a like a I think about a quite an ongoing pro wrestling promotion for, for a couple of days or so. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. a couple of days, like a few months or so. Like, but apparently, like uh, it's a long story. A story for another day. Where yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah so. Apparently I met him uh, on the card as well. So at the point of time he wasn't so big like now, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, I was really impressed by his uh, finisher at the point of time. Yeah, you know, I was not. I mean, I didn't really see his work, but you yeah. know, when I saw his finisher, he was wrestling one of the HKWF guy, the current uh, AWGC Junior Heavyweight Champion right now, Ziki, awesome. uh, yeah. the Big Ten Z. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, man, he did his uh, bitter ends, right? It's yeah. good bitter end, right? Bitter yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, oh my God, the finisher looks so devastating. I was saying like, shit, this is like a a really unique version of the F five, but what know, really mesmerized me. Man. One yeah. of our favorite finishes yeah. um, anywhere right now. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So is this well, this will be, I guess, your first time working with him? Uh, yeah, it'll be my first time working with him. Uh. So apparently, like you know, uh, actually, like for reload, right? We wanted to mm. bring in uh, like, the original plan was to bring in uh, Tajiri. 
Yeah, apparently I have some connections with uh, some of my friends. So uh, Ho Ho Lun, because Ho Ho Lun's a good friend of uh, Tajiri as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently, when both of them were in WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, Tajiri left, and then uh, Ho Ho was still around. So Ho was helping me to be in contact with uh, Tajiri. But I think uh, apparently Tajiri's schedule couldn't couldn't match. Uh, yeah, the October twentieth yeah. show. So I was thinking like, hmm, who else should I bring down? Maybe. Let's just try Pete Dunn because uh, you know I'm you know I'm friends with him on Instagram and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know I see his uh, Insta story. I'm thinking like, hey, maybe yeah, let's just try. Maybe hopefully he can still remember me. You know, now he's a he's a big star, a mega star right now. Right? So really, like when I was uh, overseas, I just dropped me a message and then yeah, he says like remember me and he'll be very interested. That's to, so cool to wrestle with uh, for okay. interview. Uh, yeah. So that means you have to you work directly with him or was there? Oh, I'll just I just contact him directly oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's no like intermediary. Manager or agent or whatsoever, lah. So it's just basic direct contract. Right. I guess it's not easier considering he's yeah. not like um full time WWE. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Thankfully, like his contract allows him to wrestle yeah. the indies, lah. So Correct. Yeah. yeah. He's even like defending the the title on some indies, which is uh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. WWE. Yeah. Um. So I guess that let's take it back to the beginning. How did you even get interested in in professional wrestling? Yeah. Um. Well, I think uh. You mean like how they get into SPW or get into wrestling? Oh, I mean just like pro wrestling. Pro wrestling oh, first, first, before, general, right, right. Uh, yeah. Actually, it all started when I was uh, I think around the age of ten or so. Really? I was playing uh, video games with my cousin. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So at the point of time, I didn't really watch wrestling. I didn't know about wrestling okay. that much. Okay. Yeah. So I was playing uh, SmackDown. Remember, just yeah. the original SmackDown. PlayStation. The PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you know, like yeah. you know, go to the backstage and then you know, you can just Irish whip guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And stuff like this. So at that point of time, I got my ass kicked, lah. Right. But you know, I was very intrigued by all the larger than life characters, mm-hmm. the entrances and the mm-hmm. moves. You know, and the, you know the the, the 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 fancy names for their finishers and stuff like this. So so I was asking my cousin. So my cousin actually like introduced me into the sport of pro wrestling like he told me like who are the characters mm-hmm. this and that mm-hmm. then I started to you know pretty much addicted went online watched some uh, watched some uh, wrestling online and the yeah. part of time was Channel 5 uh, Super yeah. Sports I remember like my first wrestling match that I watched was uh, on Channel 5 la. I think Channel it was 5, Superstars right? I think okay. had to be Superstars I think, I think it was D-Lo Brown and Chess low down at the point of time they were low down I guess versus uh, some job team or something right right, right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah then I started to keep watching you know because every time you know it's, uh, every time it appears on TV I just keep watching you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. at the point of time so there was live wire or so like, yeah. yes yeah, yeah. then I think my first pay-per-view was uh, SummerSlam 2000 I remember it was the Rock Anger and Triple H oh, that, was, uh, that was my uh, first SummerSlam my first pay-per-view and I was like cool very uh you know captivated by the storylines and the, yeah. the action i was remember i was telling my friends I'm like hey what the hell is going on oh my god so the rules you know this and that you know but yeah and a part of time I, I mean i really supported the rock a lot like, because yeah. he's like one of my idols like. yeah i noticed that like when we we're interviewing a lot of wrestlers like the rock happens to be like one of their jumping off points into like hey i want to do this yeah. this is so cool yeah. and a part of time he was you know and that you know and he was in the attitude era so right. you know, the way he talks is so captivating yeah. and the way he insults his uh, opponents is really it's it's it's, it's really cool like, like yeah. the way he says it you know it's what it's a little bit Vulgar, but it's not it's too vulgar. But correct, yeah. wow, it's it's really it's very clever. It's very clever. It's very, yeah. it's very witty, yeah. And of course, like you know, his moves. Yeah, he can just turn a simple elbow into a finisher. <laughs> exactly. Can, it means that he has so much charisma to do that. You know, what <laughs> I mean, the fans can just pop for just an elbow drop. Definitely, yeah. Like, so that was remember the story behind the elbow drop, right? Yes, it was just a gap between triple yes, H and yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, man. But like, I mean, from be- 
becoming a fan to mm. transitioning into wanting to become a professional. professional and this was at a time when SPW didn't exist of course yeah, you had to yeah. need it like what made you f- um, how did you oh. want to get into the industry well uh, actually like uh, when I was in the army I was uh, telling myself uh, I was telling myself that I have to be a pro wrestler like, you know I was thinking of ways of how to you know like head to overseas in oh, like, the US okay. or Canada oh, or Japan oh, okay. to even train yeah. just to train you know get a taste of pro wrestling because you know I believe that uh, if I want to be you know fulfill my dreams I don't have to try you know I must make a transition make a transition from being a fan mm. and you know uh, being a dreamer of wanting to do it to actually fulfilling my dream yeah. so you know I was trying to find ways you know plan out like short term goals short term goals mid term goals and long term goals on how to actually achieve that dream yeah. yeah so uh, it all happened by chance like, apparently when I was about to ORD I was like you know googling on the YouTube and mm-hmm. stuff uh, like pro wrestling promotions in Singapore whatsoever yeah and then uh, apparently I saw this YouTube app apparently yeah. a point of time uh, my partner Vadim Koyajin and then a point of time we're not partners yet right. yeah, so he was running the ad and he was trying to you know he's trying to see the interest in Singapore so apparently like uh, he was saying like there's this place in Boogies where you will you know have a talk about pro wrestling so I was really interested so I went down I remember it was like only like 20, 20 people I was one of the 20 people okay. wow. yeah attended uh, who attended the talk la. so apparently at a point of time he just showed us like uh, his pro wrestling promotion in Russia mm, like, right. I think it's now it's an IWF I think it's about 15 years strong right now yes, it's, really, yeah. it's really it's, uh, going on it's really big la. and you yeah. know a lot of um, ex WWE stars are all over at the yeah. promotion I mean, they perform at his promotion before mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you know he didn't really give us a date like when he's going to set up the, the you know when pro wrestling will come in but of course you know, I was very insistent I really wanted it to, to start sooner so mm-hmm. you know I expressed interest I talked to him like how to find ways to expedite, expedite the process of mm-hmm. making the pro wrestling start earlier la. Correct, yeah, yeah. so apparently that, you know, he, he could see the interest in me la, so he just offered me a position yeah. that's so cool yeah then you know he asked me to partner up and you know of course bring some money this and that and yeah that's how we started pro wrestling la. man yeah. but um, I think I read somewhere that you invested like a, a lot of your money also uh, like 20 yeah 20,000 so wow yeah. Yeah, it must have been um, a very risky move for you confident it's, or it's, risk, it's, it's definitely risky la, but yeah. you know I, I believe that you know every business there's risk of involved, course, yeah. you know, whatever you do in life there's risk involved right? yeah. I mean, you live life once so you just gotta take it and just go and try right? at least you know like uh, at that point of time there was no pro wrestling promotion in Singapore yeah. at least right now there's a pro wrestling promotion uh, where you know there's a training school where we can actually like help uh, aspiring pro wrestlers to actually live their dreams uh, yeah. to actually even step foot in the ring because you know some some guys they, they you know like they, they really want to be a pro wrestler but you know they don't really know how tough it is yes yeah they, you know they, they might want to like take all the savings or stuff they go overseas and mm-hmm. when they go there you know when they, when they know it's not for them then yeah. you know it's going to be so a waste of yeah. a lot of money and time and you know injuries and stuff away yes. from the family but right now there's an avenue where they can actually treat you know the, to have a taste of pro wrestling first correct yeah, yeah. but like it Besides just learning the trade and learning yeah. the craft and for yourself as pro wrestler, yeah. you were also setting an organization up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. As in like, um, they, they, you must have felt super busy. This is like a full-time job. Um, yeah, it's really busy for me. La. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who trained you? Was it Vadim? Vadim. Vadim was the one who trained me. Apparently at that point of time, so there was this uh, American guy. I think it was uh, he's some pro wrestling experience, Stephen Honeycutt. So I think if you watch some of the old uh, wrestling videos, you can actually see like the old YouTube videos. La. Mm-hmm. So apparently like he came to help us uh, with the ring and all, like, setting up the rings. But I remember like the first day actually Vadim and me like, spent like almost half a day or so to like 
try to make up the rim because it's a yeah we actually like uh, custom make the rim from the engineers and stuff like this wow. around uh, wait what engineering company yeah 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 oh, okay. yeah 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 so we actually have to like you know do some soaring of the plywood this and they're trying to feed the plywood here and you there. literally made the rim. yeah yeah I like Vadim lah Vadim is always the you know he's always has the brainchild of the the creation of the the ring and stuff lah even like this ring also it's modified yeah yeah it's different from the normal uh, the previous rings from the few years ago ah yeah, oh. because of to actually to try to fit in the beams to enter the training center yeah so we actually have the customer we cut the wow. cut the beams this and that okay. yeah. wow. I'm, I'm super impressed by how DIY yeah. everything is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a real like grassroots kind of startup yeah. kind of thing and I'm I'm, I'm super blown away like, by, by the setup I mean yeah. a lot of you guys if you haven't been to the training center it's it's pretty remarkable yeah, like, it is. there's a lot of uh, good guys here so is it like when you're starting the organization yeah. how did you go about like you know finding other people to you know oh actually uh, yeah. we just use uh, Facebook la, oh, really? social media marketing and okay, YouTube okay. videos I mean of course at first when we first started off you know uh, you know Vadim was the one always videoing us uh, or training or mm. progress in training and then we you know we just add the footages of online so mm-hmm. so people will take a look at you know, how we're training how is it like of course there was like a lot of like uh, negative comments la, all the haters out there really? you know, what kind so, of negative comments uh, like you know uh, just critical comments about pro wrestling uh, in general okay, like, yeah, you know, yeah. because on, at that point of time we were not very big in size or you know yeah. our costume we don't really mm-hmm. understand pro wrestling that much because we are still learning the learning, trainees yeah. and of course you know of course the, the moves will not be executed so well sure, yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah but you know of course we we just persevere and just push on uh. I mean along the way in these five years I see a lot of people come and go mm-hmm. uh, so that's why whenever, whenever I train uh, new people coming in I I'm just a little bit a little bit harsh and critical as well because okay. you know I see a lot of people coming coming and go so yeah yeah I mean it's the tough ones to stay yeah of course only the tough ones to stay because yeah. I always believe in that I mean, if Correct. you really if you really determined yeah. to, uh, to what you want to do you achieve your dreams I mean you just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying Hard work pays off, lah. Yeah. Um, what was the? I mean, obviously the end goal was to put on a show, right? Yes. Like, yes yeah. Yes, so, yes. Um, what was in the lead up to the first show? What were you, what were the challenges? And uh, what was the road like? Do you consider like the open? I mean, like the open exhibition, like the first show, or like uh, the first proper proper? Show? I guess the, the first proper show. First proper proper show would be the breakthrough, lah. Right. Breakthrough, yes. Breakthrough. Yeah. 20, Great name for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> at that point of time, it was uh, held in the CC, lah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. Quite a nerve-wracking experience uh, for, yeah, for us. For so I'm interested. You didn't know whether um, people are going to buy tickets and everything else. Yes, of course. Oh no! Uh, I think for the first show, it was uh, it was a free show. Oh, it was a free show. Yeah, oh, to okay. introduce to everyone about uh, pro wrestling and everything like. That's cool. Yeah, yeah but uh, the funny thing about the first show, uh, I wasn't a hundred percent because oh, like uh, I don't know, I dislocated my shoulder. Oh my god! Yeah, no. like two, two, maybe two weeks before the show. Oh. Yeah, I was very hesitant to actually perform, so right. I'm not sure. I was very actually like very distraught as well because like I was thinking like shit, I dislocated my shoulder. So how am I going to like perform for two matches in a night? Yeah, because you know it's going to be the the tournament, right? So it's like the first round, then the second round. I mean, mm-hmm. like, of course, the finals, lah. Yeah, yeah. So so you can actually see if you watch my. Uh, my first match, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for breakthrough, uh, the opening match for breakthrough, you could see that I was very hesitant to take bumps because my shoulder was really quite bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it you all know, happened like a uh, few months ago, actually. Yeah, okay. I dislocated it during my match with Ho-Ho Loon at Skip. Mm-hmm. At that point of time, uh, SPW was not so big yet, uh, so okay. yeah, Ho-Ho wasn't you know, the WWE star, the star and, yeah. that he is. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so he was helping us to train. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. 
Um, like yourself as um, as an as an individual, uh, not as the founder yeah. of SPW. Yeah. Like, like, what has been some of the more memorable um, occasions of your career? Is it like is it winning um, titles overseas? Is it setting something up at home? I think one of the most one of the most memorable moments for me will actually be uh, winning the AWGC Junior Heavyweight title in Hong mm, Kong because right, it makes yeah. me like the first Singaporean to actually win an overseas title yeah. and I'm actually like the first Singaporean to win like the, the main title of a promotion it means like you know like it's uh, a huge deal yeah, it's a huge deal where you know the promoter trusts you to be the face of the company where yes. you can bring the belt and you know like yeah, uh, tour around, around yeah. and stuff like. and, then, and then Paul of Time was very green as well like maybe two or three it's two years of experience or so. Wow. Yeah. Must have had a lot of faith in you. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, but of course, you know, along the way, I mean, uh, of course, now I'm definitely at a better standard than, than I was in the past, lah. But of course, yeah, it was a it was a very memorable run for me. And yeah. you know, when I was uh, holding title, I faced a lot of uh, big names as well, lah, like uh, like Michael Nakazawa, and of course, like the title was defended in the NJPW ring, so it was a very huge moment for wow. yeah for, for for me and of course the AWGC title and uh, for Hong Kong Wrestling Federation, yeah. So uh, HKW. We have always have a special place for me in my in my heart, lah. Yeah, it's like my first uh, big title I won uh, this promotion from this promotion. And uh, yeah. of course, many more titles followed. Um, yeah. what, what has yeah. been like your your absolute favorite match so far, either in terms oh. of like, creative or maybe oh. something that came at the end? Actually, one of the one of my most favorite match will actually be the one that I had with Texas. Okay. In uh, Anchin and Changi because it was a oh. very very special moment for the both of us. Because okay. uh, not only that. Uh, Kenyan seaman from the you know the the, the, the talent scout the yeah. the, 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 the talent yeah. scout he was there to to actually watch us perform yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know Chuckers and me we we're really good friends uh, outside the ring you know? we were like brothers so we train together mm-hmm. and uh, we have very good chemistry together and you know like uh, I remember uh, when we first had our first encounter was uh, at Proof it was like for a number one contenders match you know at that point of time we were not uh, we were not the main event so we were like I think match. Four or six, I can't remember. Or five mm. or seven. Okay. Yeah. So we told ourselves like, um, you know, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna do our best, and we're gonna steal the show, lah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, of course, we wanted to be in the main event, of course, yeah. But uh, <coughs> we did our job, and of course, uh, we got a very big reaction. It's one of a yeah. very good match as well, like, I mean, like from the fans' feedback and everything. <coughs> yeah. And then, uh, fast forward to. 2017 this year, you know, mm-hmm. when I face him for the main, face him in the main event. Yeah. yeah. So it's like brother versus brother, and of course, uh, we have very good chemistry together. And uh, it was a very special moment for me because, you know, I handed the belt to him as in hand. It's like a the passing of torch to him. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, I was in the main event scene for quite a while, like maybe two years or so. So mm-hmm. it's for him to step out, for him to, to hold the Southeast Asia title. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think we definitely tore the, 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 the roof down. Huh. Yeah, everyone loved the match. La. And there's very good positive reactions uh, online as well for a match. And yeah. uh, I think, uh, of course, the Ken, Mr. Kenyan Seaman, uh, he was impressed by the both of us. La. So, did, did yeah. he actually have some words with you? Yeah, of course, of course. After the uh, backstage, we did the interviews and oh, stuff nice. like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he was re- he's really impressed with the both of us. So, I'm really happy for Tractors for, cool. for and me. Because you know, that's yeah. why I say that's one of the one of my most uh, favorite match, memorable match of my life as well. Yeah, I mean, it does help put yeah. Singapore pro wrestling on the world map. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of those interviews, did anything ever come out of that? Um, any callbacks or like, uh, yeah, there are some follow-ups, la, but I can't really say too much. Okay, okay. okay. obviously. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if it's official, it'll be official. Like, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse so, me. It's quite... Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, like, as a wrestler and as a promoter, when you're um, setting up SPW, what's yeah. it, like your philosophy towards like, pro wrestling? 
like you want it to be more of like um sports entertainment, uh, sports entertainment like WWE, or do you want it to be more like maybe sports based like NJPW? I think I think think about SPW is uh, we have a variety of styles lah. Mm-hmm. Because there's you know in pro wrestling there's no one size fit all. Yes, you yeah. really need to cater to all the different uh, the fans because every fans have a different. Uh, perception about pro wrestling mm. like some people like may, may like the strong style sure. you know, may like feats of athleticism some people may like comedy some people may like uh, you know the storytelling yes yeah. so that's yeah. why we have to do everything mm. and of course like we have different wrestlers to actually fit the part as well mm. yeah. yeah but for, for, for SPW is just plain and simple it's just to be the number one promotion in Southeast Asia la, to mm. cater to a mass uh, audience in Singapore la. Cool, yeah. I mean, besides training, like the mechanics of the moves. Because yeah. actually, I feel like some some promotions they 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 are just very they, they just uh, they don't think out of the box. That's right. And they yeah. just say like, okay, I need to do the Japanese style. I need to do the Japanese strong style. So yeah. the match structure, everything will be catered to this. So you, you feel know, like they box. Yeah, pigeonhole themselves. Yeah, pigeonhole themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, this is the amount of moves I'm gonna do. Yeah, no, no, I gotta stick to this style. I gotta stick to this style. You know, but you know, you see why WWE is so successful Correct, because yeah. they think of the box. Yeah. You know, like the style of the match. Every match will look different. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you get what I mean. So you just gotta think of the box, make it more creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what can we expect from? Next week's show, yeah. Of course, okay. uh, it's going to be more action packed, lah. And of course, we have quite a number of international stars coming. Yeah. Out. The the card yeah. is crazy, man. Yeah. Local, yeah. locomotive, you know, Russian, these guys. Right? Uh, yeah. saw here the the Russian ass kicker. And then of course, we have the new uh, international talent coming in. Uh, yeah. The Wrestle Square, yeah. one of the top wrestlers in Wrestle Square, Malia Nafi from India. India. Yeah. yeah. Then of course, uh, we have uh, quite a lot of uh, new female wrestlers coming in as well. Yeah. Crystal from PWR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a new debutant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we have of course uh, Masa Takanashi, you know yeah. the former SPW Southeast Asia champion. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have uh, Oshitango alongside with him lah. And then of course uh, Pindan. Yeah. And of course like you know course. returning back company and the rest of the yeah. uh, Hololoon. This uh, stack CP, card. Yeah, it's gonna be a very stack card. Yeah. 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 We were look, we were just looking at the card and like it kept like as you kept adding matches, we were like whoa whoa. We still have uh, more matches to add. Uh. Oh no! Yeah, of course nice. we, we have yet to announce about the Singapore Championship and the, yes, the, yeah, the yeah. official you know match cut for the Queen of uh, Wrestling Champion, Queen of Asia. Queen of Asia, yeah. yeah. So that's the one Alexis is in, right? Yeah, Alexis is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you feel like um, I mean, like there's this whole um, women's I guess wrestling revolution going on around the world. Like, do you think like that has transcended to um Asia or Southeast Asia as well? Do you feel like there are more pro female pro wrestlers starting to be more interested? I don't know about that in Singapore, mm. to be honest. There's yeah. a, there's because, a still bit of a stigma, right? Because, yeah, yeah I think uh, they might consider it really tough. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. painful. It definitely is, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, but we're actually trying, we're really trying hard to recruit more female wrestlers as well mm-hmm. in SPW. Mm-hmm. We're trying, you know, sometimes the dresses and me hit the gym, sometimes you'll be saying like, uh, you see this girl, she looks pretty fit, maybe yeah. she, you know, it's the sporty size for pro wrestling, but I think it's like, we don't really dare to go and approach her as well, because you know, you, I know, you yeah. might, they might think like, why are you asking to do pro wrestling? It's not like, SPW is like, in a very big mainstream promotion or whatsoever, Correct, yeah. at this point of time, like in Singapore, like, I mean, there's, there's still people who yet, you know, is yet to know about SPW, so, yeah, it's a challenge, yeah. but we definitely really want to bring in more female wrestlers, yeah. like, I believe with our proper training and everything, like, 
believe we can build uh, stars now. That's cool. Because I think I saw a movie uh, maybe a couple of years ago. It's a Malay language. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 We yeah, were we were in a collaboration with uh, Papa Han Films. Mm. So uh, Traxxas and me, we were the trainers, and of course Vadim lah. So yeah. Vadim was like uh, Vadim Traxxas and me. We actually like choreographed the sports for the the female wrestlers as well for them to train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we had to train them as well. Did, did any of them, like maybe members of the cast or whatever, actually like got interested in Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Ashley and Gloria. La. So apparently, Gloria, yeah, yeah. So apparently, like they did the uh, Intergender Tech Match. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Ashley, Ashley Tech with Traxxas and uh, Gloria Tech with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good match, actually. Yeah. Yes, I, a I shame on the PT that uh, the day itself, uh, there wasn't a cameraman to record the full match. Oh, that's so it was just highlights, 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 highlights. No wonder. I was trying to find like uh, yes. footage of that online because um, Ashley's sad. actually a really good friend of mine. So oh, like, I wanted see? to like, okay. see, yeah. see, that was so weird because um, that was before I knew her. Okay. And then like, I met her a few years later yeah. and I was like, oh, you were like that pro wrestler from Night Fest. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, working with someone like um, Pete Dunne or other like um, international stars, yeah. right? Like, do you feel like that um, elevates um, like uh, your expectations of your your own performance? Yes, of course. Uh, every time when I step inside the ring, uh, especially with uh, international stars of a yeah. higher level for mm-hmm. me. Uh, there's a lot of pressure for me, like, of course, a pressure to actually perform well, mm-hmm. uh, pressure to you know put on a good match with them, pressure for the fans to you know really remember my work. Yeah, of course you gotta be. Sometimes you gotta try to be innovative offense. You sure. know, try to put in some innovative offense, something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the challenge whenever when you work with uh, international stars, sometimes you know, um, as opposed to wrestling with uh, a local wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you work with a local wrestler, you have actually like, more time to actually like, think of uh, better sports, this and that, better moves here and there. Of because course, like, yeah. um, how do I say, like, uh, when you train together, you have more chemistry. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So yeah. sometimes when you wrestle with an international wrestler, it's slightly different. It's cool, so right? Like you just yeah, you, 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 really, you really need to test out to see whether you two have the chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, especially when you work with veterans, sometimes they, they might not really want to, you know, like, Try stuff in the ring yet, or sure. you know they always want to do the their own standard stuff. Right. So you you also have to like keep it simple and do your own standard stuff so that you know okay. to minimize the amount of uh, botches. So it's usually um, there will be like a leading position la. Like there will be a wrestler who takes the lead. It actually is both lah. It's both la. It's yeah. more for collaboration la. Yeah, collaboration la. It's both. It's uh, basically like in a match, just to make sure both both parties look good la. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was I wanted to ask just now. Um, besides, like you know, learning the mechanics of wrestling yeah. and as you know, safe spots and everything. Yeah. Um, you you guys like teach um promos and how to be on the mic and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, promos we we don't really cover too much on the promos. Actually, yeah. But I mean, of course, there uh, we have this guy who's really good at promo look, huh? look Yeah, he's yeah. the one who actually like comes out and he's actually he's the one who actually directs our promos as well, uh. like, video or promo as well. So sometimes you have some ideas, then uh, we'll just plan out the bullet points, and then of course, of course, like uh, we talk to Lokman. Yeah. And then you know, like Lokman will like give us some pointers to how to make it better, la. Yeah. yeah, I've been I've, I've been seeing like a series of videos coming out lately. Um, I think the one the Eurasian Dragon yeah, uh, recently, yeah. the one that was, that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, there was uh, something out of the, the box, la, Something yeah. out of the box, like I think like Eurasian Dragon wanted to take something out of uh, the Saints YouTube. Uh, you know, seen uh, seen RH uh, recent uh, YouTube channel, yeah. the Easy Way Out. So, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, like doing the promo outside and stuff. I think I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, it's a unique concept compared to all the normal promos that we yeah. shot here. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you um, do you actually watch uh, wrestling? 
Oh, yes, on the day-to-day yeah. kind of thing? Maybe not day-to-day. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, yeah, do watch wrestling, of course. You See. need to watch to actually learn the psychology, but, uh, learn uh, the different styles, mm-hmm. and of course, like, the, the moves and uh, when to actually execute them. Yeah. Actually, the psychology is very important. Mm. Uh, of course, well, the different wrestling style. Uh, yeah. What do you prefer to watch? I mean, like, is there a promotion that you particularly yeah, fond of? There's no particular promotion that I'm fond of. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, is it like no spec? special treatment for any promotion but I'll just watch wrestling as wrestling oh, right. yeah. you know what I mean yeah. 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 so it's more from a professional point Pro- of view professional point of view yeah. and yeah. trying to see how to improve myself okay. yeah like uh, learning the psychology so I can like try to apply it inside the ring as well because that's the, cause the, the the challenge that we face is that uh, especially in Singapore we don't have like matches every week yes. yeah. so we have matches every week and we just, like try to try different stuff yeah, right. so even if you fuck up doesn't matter yeah. because you know there's always another mm-hmm. week to cover up this and that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as opposed to like, let's say you wrestle in Australia, you can there's always week, 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 week you can always wrestle, you always try new stuff. Singapore you can't do it, so it's only every two months. So yeah. how do you improve yourself? It's yeah. really just by watching wrestling and uh, trying to understand the psychology. Mm-hmm. But like wrestling is a dance, so it's a two way thing. So sometimes if you can understand the psychology, but your opponent doesn't understand the psychology, then it's yeah, yeah it's not gonna yeah. it's not gonna work. Yeah. Um, who's like an inspiration for you? I guess a professional wrestler. Apart from the rock. Uh, I guess apart from the rock, in terms of psychology or how you. Actually, how you it's quite a number of wrestlers. Quite a number. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, I would say like Chris Jericho also. Chris Jericho. Uh, okay. Ray Mysterio, of course. Ray Mysterio, because because you know, I'm not really a tall guy, but Ray Mysterio is around my height. And yeah. So Ray Mysterio is so agile, and of course, yeah, yeah. Like, he really like really paved the way for small guys. Yeah, paved the way for uh, small small size wrestlers. He was yeah. a very big heart, and of course, like his in big work at that point of time was fantastic, lah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He revolutionized. It's the own style, yeah. right? I mean, of course, right now there's more flippy guys around, more yeah. athletic. But at that point of time, he was the man, lah. Yeah, he was the high risk stuff, lah. I think like the, the mainstream audience wasn't um, that exposed to, I guess, the luchador style. Yeah, I mean, outside of Mexico, outside was, of Mexico. Yeah. 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 So he really broke the way. And and Chris Jericho, like you were saying, like learned a variety of the Chris styles. Jericho, yeah, yeah, because you know Chris Jericho, uh, yeah, long like, oh. All rounder wrestler, like if yeah, you want yeah. him to wrestle a technical style, he can he wrestle can, a technical yeah. style. You want him to do a strong style striking, I think he can definitely do a strong style striking yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. From Japan Storytelling, yeah. you know, he has you know he can definitely cut a promo definitely. very well. Yeah. 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 One of the famous one thousand and one holes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, like I think like last time his initial was like the double power bomb. Yes. And it yeah. was so hard. You know, power the the doing a double powerball requires you to have a lot of strength it means that you know he's really a strong guy as well uh. exactly. so he can do all kinds of stuff and that's why he's really one of my inspiration as a pro wrestler uh. that's cool yeah. um, this is just kind of a personal question yeah. is it like uh, not about you but like uh, yeah. what's the like your favourite match that you've, that you've ever watched oh, whether it be live or whether it be on TV or something? something that sticks out to you favourite match Actually, I would say it's the the Rock vs Stone Cold at WrestleMania X Seven. Oh wow! That was my first WrestleMania as well. Oh really? Yeah, but that that match was it's a lot of story in that match. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the build up was insane. Yeah, yeah. And then you know that at the end, the Vince McMahon came out. And then <laughs> yeah. Nobody expected him to like turn on the. Yeah. As in, like, you know, side with Stone Cold Stone and started yeah. beating on the Rock. Yeah, yeah, but that match was really good because there was a. Yeah, too much uh, back and forth action here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, yeah, that was more really one of my best match. One of the match that uh, I think that's really good mm-hmm. That's yeah. so awesome. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes I'll look back uh, the match as well when I watch. Uh, I mean, this thing will be like my more than ten times watching the match. Uh. Oh wow! Yeah. You subscribe to like uh, the network? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We heard yeah. from the Division Dragon that some of you guys uh, do hang out. 
to watch pay-per-views together sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. lah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, did you watch uh, Hell in a Cell recently? Yeah, I did uh, actually. <laughs> it was funny lah, like, I wanted to watch Hell in a Cell. Yeah. But then I was so tired, so I okay. uh, Hell in a Cell, I watched uh, Hell in a Cell on my app. Then I slept. Oh no! <laughs> but I watched the main event. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. So I watched the main event. The main event is not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The main but of course, I would definitely rewatch lah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we thought like the the Usos New Day match uh, was was pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch that. Watch that bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. After that, like thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Too tired lah. Too tired. Yeah, it's too early. Yeah. I think the the thing that made the main event was it's actually kind of similar to the Stoke Rock thing because it was creative booking and the twist mm. at the end of Sami Zayn. Yeah, yeah, the beer, like, yeah, yeah. Nobody expected Sami Zayn to exactly yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I somehow, right? Somehow, rather, I thought that you know she might actually miss the elbow. But I didn't expect like Yes oh, yeah. I thought you might miss it Because he, he always misses it He always misses it But Shane is crazy uh, He's so old already But he still Can do all this Like crazy yeah. High sports, only wrestles, you, know? Like, you know Like once a year yeah. But I mean like If my children were in the audience I would be Damn afraid to do that <laughs> In front of them yeah. Yeah. Actually you know We're talking about High sports I, yeah. I remember my match With uh, I had a leather match before. Oh, oh, I did the first leather match, first ever leather match in Singapore. I actually had I no idea there was a leather match. Yeah, there was. There was a. Uh, it's called it's a uh, hardcore island. I think it's one day. Uh, it? One day after WWE Live, uh, 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a leather match with Team Cat, and I did uh, a lot of high sports. I did like a swanta to the outside. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. So he just caught me lah, and then I did a superplex inside the ring. I mean, I received a superplex inside the ring. Mm-hmm. So a lot of high sports. You can actually take a look at that match. Uh. So we're talking about high sports. I think that, that match is like it's a yeah, bit more yeah. It makes me remind me of that match. Uh. Especially when I was going for the superplex. Of course, you can't try. Of course, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was like, okay, superplex time. Okay, okay just uh, cross my fingers and just go for it. So I mean, like poof, superplex. I mean, like since something like that hadn't been done in Singapore before, like what gave you the idea? That, oh shit, let's do a ladder match. Yeah. And how would you prepare for something like that since I, you haven't done I, I it? I think before? it was a it was a booking decision, uh, To I mean, like uh, we wanted to do a ladder match, something unique. So yeah. Uh, okay, just let's just try and just go with yeah. the flow, lah. We actually wanted to actually team and me wanted to do more holy shit moments on the ladder, but apparently okay. at the point time we only had one ladder. So you uh, couldn't break ladder, it. Yeah, we couldn't break the ladder. So we actually <laughs> wanted to do like you know choke slam on the ladder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so how do I prepare for it? Actually. I watch all the I watch uh, like old matches or leather matches like right, right. yeah yeah maybe like uh, I think watch one with uh, Sami Zayn and uh, oh is it Kevin uh, Owens yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that was dope. and when they were in these as well yep. Ah, yep. yeah yeah so actually so you can actually see the psychology behind the leather match yeah. so basically like for leather match is basically just high spots big move trying to get the yeah high spot wins and repeat this and that correct yeah, yeah. yeah. but you don't want to go like. That's just like the TLC matches also uh, which is just a bit too nuts. Uh, yeah, actually yeah. we want to do more stuff but like that uh, but one like that. Yeah. <laughs> and of course we only had like you know twelve to fifteen minutes to actually do the whole match. Ah, right, 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 right. Can't do too much stuff. Like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, are you thinking about doing anything like that in yeah. the future? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean I don't mind. I, I mean I didn't yeah. die from the ladder match. <laughs> uh, yeah. True. So I really wanted to do more stuff. I would definitely want to do like yeah. tables, <laughs> Has there ever been like maybe like a cat, a cage match or no cage match, match, no cage match. It's gonna be very hard to logistically, right? The, yeah, to build definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Tables. We had a table match. Table tables match before. Tag team tables match before. That's Ooh. cool. Yeah, if you take a look uh, online, the the YouTube page. Nice. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, Singapore Pro Wrestling also has a YouTube page. So, so please check it out yeah. if you want to check out like the archives of all their previous matches. You can. That's yeah. what we did. That's what we did yeah. exactly, and but like I missed the ladder match. I'm yeah, definitely gonna go over and watch it right now. Match, yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, thanks so much for the time, Evan. Yeah, and and, and uh, any last words before we head into a uh, reload uh, next Friday? 
Ah, I just I just have one word to say, and I wish I hope everyone is here with me. <laughs> That's an awesome way to end it. Thanks so much for your time, Andrew. Yeah, all right, thank you. Welcome back. Um, that was our interview with a uh, Singapore wrestling legend, mm. pioneer, trailblazer, entrepreneur, Andrew. entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. He, he started out. He started Singapore SP, wrestling alongside uh, Vadim. Vadim, yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, that was our interview with Andrew the Statement Tang. It was such an illuminating conversation. It was. Yeah, and uh, for those of you wondering what the noises were in the background, those were bumps. Those were bumps. Yeah, we interviewed him at the Singapore Pro Wrestling um, Training Center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, over in. Uh, Oh, sorry about that. There is. That's not a bum. I don't think is that raining. No, no, it's someone. I think it's my dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little insight into what happens behind the scenes in a hard hit wrestling <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um. So I mean, uh, Andrew the Statement Tang will be taking on uh, Pete Dunne, as you've already mentioned, next week, and we're excited to see it. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, we'll also be talking about the week that was in pro wrestling. Ah, yes, it was a fun week. Yeah. So this is obviously the fallout of Hell in a Cell. Yep. Uh, so we'll get to Sami Zayn later. Because yeah. uh, obviously, I think Sami Zayn is the big topic this week, dis- yeah. despite the everything yeah. else going on. Yep, yep, yep. But the second big topic, would you agree, is the reunion of the Shield? Definitely. Um, in Indianapolis, where the Shield they was formed, formed where, where the they Shield broke, broke up, up, and now they're back. Correct. Yeah. Officially. Officially. Because got merch. They suddenly came out with, their, with the three shirts that was so awkward. It's like, hey, we, you know, off the cuff, we decided to reform, but then we, we got shirts, so we made shirts, you know. But they only wore it on the second part, right? So yeah. The first part, it was when they came out uh, individually. No, but, but it would be so funny if they like they came out individually and then they went to Brexit, like, hey, we need merch, man. Let's print some <laughs> Let's shirts right now. print some shirts. So, um, the Shield reunion is, uh, is something that yeah. I've been wanting for the longest time. I mean, we discussed it uh, quite a few times already. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, over the weeks, and you were, we, I think we both came to the consensus that there was no threat big enough for a justification of this kind of reunion. Sure, and I, I, I get um, why they included the bar, uh, why they included Braun Strowman. Yep. But at the same time, right, um, for, I, for those of you who remember how the Shield broke up, um, Seth, um, when Seth Rollins turned on Dean Ambrose and uh, Roman Reigns, yep. it was one of those big moments in wrestling history. There were like fucking reaction videos, like it was the Red Wedding, you know? Yeah. Like all the YouTube people were watching and yeah. posting up their reactions. Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey did it as well. Yeah. She was crying. Yeah. Uh, and that's the kind of emotion I expect from shoot angles. Uh-huh. And in that sense, I was a bit let down by this lah. As fun and like nostalgic and like, exciting as it was to see the band back together, I still feel like there's something lacking here. Yeah. It felt rushed. Yeah, it was rushed. The storytelling was right? rushed. It was rushed. And I agree that the track is big enough, so they address that. But yeah. I still don't feel that this is a cohesive story that, that warrants a shield reunion. It felt like they weren't like you. They weren't really that much of in peril. Correct. Yeah. You know, like if you think about it, mm. Seth Rollins and Ambrose handle weren't the, really could handle the bar for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns was beaten down once, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns has proven that he can handle the entire Mr. Raj. Yeah. In the past, he's proven that he can handle Braun Strowman by himself. Yeah. Uh, he, he tried to murder him, uh, famously. Yeah. Um, so so that, that was, I feel, where that lack, the lack of uh, urgency, I guess, or the, or the need for the shield reunion didn't... Do, do you know what this feels like? This, yeah. this, this feels to me, right? Like they have a pay-per-view in two weeks and Brock Lesnar is not available. So therefore, let's... So, oh, oh, I guess we'll yeah. put the shield on the card. 
yeah. uh, for no good I mean serviceable is, reason yeah. but I wanted it to be like something magical yeah. special great, you know? great yeah. yeah this felt okay it felt like, okay yeah. I mean I enjoyed the fact that the, the shield came back to um, the wrecking ball cells the, mm. the, the shield were always uh, a super force you know yeah. like nothing could stand in their way um, and they, they they let that be known by having them beat down the bar and the and Mr. Raj. And Braun Strowman. Uh, and the triple powerbomb Braun Strowman. Brilliant. Because, I mean, the shoot can take on Braun Strowman. Exactly. Like. They, they have taken on the Undertaker, for God's sake. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they triple powerbomb him. Yeah. So why not Braun Strowman? Exactly. Um, it's always like, uh, those three as a unit will bet, are better than they are individually. Yeah. There's and something about you them. can hear the crowd going Sorry. over for Roman. <laughs> and, and okay, that's, that's maybe my biggest gripe with this, like, is that like, Besides being uh, a stopgap main event for pay-per-view, yeah. this is just another way for them to get Roman over. Yeah. Not gonna lie, it, it works. It worked, though. Because for for the first time, he speared Bronze Roman, yeah. then he did the war, then he, the, the crowd could, popped for him. Uh, hope, yeah. The crowd popped for him. It was like, oh, this is the old Roman Reigns. There was um, two famous Roman Reigns moments. Uh, number one, when he was in the Royal Rumble, when he was still with the Shield. Yep. And this was the famous uh, one where Roman Reigns didn't win. And then everybody was cheering for him because they wanted someone fresh. Yeah. The very next year, they were booing him because he was already like a, a mean man. La. Uh, but it's nice to bring him back to the, hey, remember why we love him? Yeah. He is the, the, the powerhouse of the shield. So apart from the gripes that we, we just talked about, yeah. I still thoroughly enjoyed that moment. No, yeah, yeah. Right? They, um, they all obviously have great chemistry together. Yeah. And one thing that I have missed about the three of them, um, Roman Reigns, Seth, and Dean, Dean, is that like they've been involved in quite interesting angles. Obviously, it's post Shield, yeah. But I miss seeing them as um, predators. Yeah, yeah, like uh, wolves, right? Yeah, they they used to be predatory. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so now hounds of justice. Hounds of justice. Uh, um, uh, Severus, as uh, Corey Graves keeps, keeps calling them, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I miss seeing them as like the predators that will go attack people. Yeah. Um, because them as main eventers. They are always frequently the ones attacked because like, they're the magnets, so they're at the top. Yeah. You know? But like, I miss seeing them going after people. And this this felt right, lah. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. But um, again, the story a bit uh, a bit one thing. Yeah. Although I'm sure that like the the match at TLC against the bar, <laughs> gonna be great. The Miz and Braun Strowman is gonna be great. Yeah, I I'm mean, assuming it's gonna be a submission of pin because yeah. there's nothing for them to grab from a ladder. Yeah. 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 Unless it's like Bo Dallas hanging for a ladder. <laughs> Bo, get, Dallas, Bo get, Dallas on a pole match, make it happen. Wait, is he kayfabe or is he real injury? I think he's real injured. Yeah. Get well soon, Bo. Uh, oh, I, no, I, I don't think he's injured. I think he's just sick. Oh, they they well, said that he had some sort of illness. Get well soon, Bo. Yeah, yeah. But um, they were mentioning because Dean Ambrose again um, <laughs> running his mouth saying like we can beat three, we can beat four, four we can, can beat five, five, we can beat six. Uh, and and this was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Uh, again, nice callback to show history because it's always Dean Ambrose getting them into trouble by running his mouth. Um, so that that was fun, but I'm I'm kind of wishing that it's actually three against six now. I, w- I want uh, Bo Dallas Bo and, Dallas to, yeah. and, and Curtis, Curtis Axel. Axel. Just join in, why not? Yeah, Mr. Perfect Junior to join. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Mr. Perfect Junior is actually a good name. We should name him that. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will send in our letters to the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy booking. Yeah. So shooting, I think, is great. Yeah, it is. Um... I, I'm gonna wait to see how it plays out because Same. right now I'm I'm slightly more on the negative side although yeah, yeah. I enjoy it. I'm more of a fifty-fifty. But if let's say they deliver a five-star match, then I'm all I'm for down it. because yeah. I mean I can imagine Braun throwing tables and chairs yeah. and, and announce desks at people, yeah. uh, Seth Rollins jumping off ladders and yeah. stuff like that. 
It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last shield match that I remember, I, 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 all three of them in a match was mm. uh, Seth Rollins jumped off um, a scaffolding. Mm-hmm. He actually went to the top of the the stands, then he jumped off onto the bottom, onto Triple H and yeah. Revolution. So I I want to see Seth Rollins do crazy high spots again. Same, same, same. I oh, mean, no, you know, I keep wishing that, but then like when Kevin Owens <laughs> actually wanted to do it, I was like, oh no, please don't die, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else went on? Oh, um, major stuff happening around Raw, not uh, but that affected the booking of Raw. Mm. Um, so if you haven't heard, Neville, Neville walked out on Raw. Yeah. So this is the other big story. Sure. So um, for those of you who watch Raw, you will know that Kalisto took on Enzo Amore oh, in a lumberjack match, match yeah. uh, for the for the cruiserweight title. Uh, which Kalisto ended up winning. Yeah. Uh, nice moment being Eddie Guerrero's birthday and all, mm. and him saying Guerrero is a big inspiration. Blah, Makes blah, blah. sense. But if you felt that it was hastily thrown together, it was. That's because it was. Um, apparently, the original plan was for Neville to be Enzo's opponent yeah. and for Enzo to go over, mm. and the Kalisto match would have been further down the line at TLC. Yep. Um, Neville, I don't know what his gripe was. Probably with the booking or probably with months months of frustration. Um, just uh, did a CM Punk. Yeah. He he upped and walked and he, he left. He didn't come in the <coughs> role. Uh so obviously plans had to be changed on the night itself. Um I mean it, it led to a pretty decent angle. It did. So I I think they made the most of it. They yep. turned they can they turned chicken shit into chicken salad. Yeah. But uh I'm 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 very worried by this Neville thing because Neville has been one of my favourite performers over the last yes. I mean not even since ever since he became cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Ever since he's retired. <coughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we've been rooting for him, and we were like, "Wow, this is this is an awesome Neville." Yeah, something we have never seen since his NXT days. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, what, what, what thing is his gripe? Because he has been prominently featured. Yeah. He they built a division around him. Yeah. Um. Do you think that he's just upset with being on two five live? I guess so. I mean, I, I Austin feel, Aries was upset with being two yeah. five live. Yeah. I mean, two five live <coughs> hasn't been built into this. I mean, it's not that strong of a brand yet. Yeah. I know. Apart from the, it's getting stronger. It's getting stronger. It's getting a lot the better thing. these days. Yeah. The, the writing has been on point. Yeah. You know. Um, Crow- crowds are finally getting. Crowd, yeah. The crowds are actually reacting after a SmackDown live show. You know. Correct. Yeah. The crowds are still quite alive. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is amazing for Two Hundred Five Live to do. Even when they're main eventing raw at, at this particular yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, you know when they did the the, you, yeah. the the superplex onto all the entire yeah, cruiserweight division. That was a holy shit moment. Uh, I did not expect a raw crowd to go. Holy shit! Yeah, out for cruiserweight. For cruiserweight, right? yeah. I they usually play with beach balls and shit. Yeah, you know. So they actually invested in these characters now. Yeah, and um, because and of Enzo, by the way. Yeah, because yeah, because he's such an asshole. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's a good heel. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. the way he ran down everyone again, uh, magnificent <laughs> promo all around. Again, yeah. Uh, he he had a promo cut angle also, which was really good. Yeah, when he was doing his chicken shit routine, uh, where he was uh, shoving the the paper, the contract in. Is Kurt this Enzo's your Johnny room? Hancock? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so again, I'm not sure. I mean, we have to wait for the news on mm. the, the because it, side, it's like. it's not confirmed that he actually quit. Yeah. Um. Or maybe something can be resolved. Um. Yeah. Famously, Stone Cold Steve Austin walked away, but they they worked it out. Yeah. But Pro- then again, Neville is not as important to the company as Stone Cold is. Yeah. Uh, like Vince McMahon is not gonna bend over backwards to to like make him feel yeah. welcome. I mean, if he's really unhappy and all that, yeah, he should leave because he's a talent and he can go anywhere, other promotions, and you know. Maybe he'll be happier there. Like. And, and this is yeah. something I wanted to bring up uh, because the dynamic has changed since Cody Rhodes left. Cody Rhodes yeah. proved that you can go from frustrated uh, mid-card wrestler in the WWE to a flourishing world champion elsewhere. Yeah. He, he, a top guy. He, he's the one that has proven to the rest of the WWE locker room that hey, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. Maybe it's not so bad. 
Yeah. The world is not gonna end if I leave the WWE. I mean, with the advent of like social media, the advent of YouTube, yeah, you know, so many uh platforms available mm-hmm. to watch different sort of wrestling, right? Yeah, which wasn't available ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It changes the game totally, like, I feel. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Um, so Neville may do the Cody Rhodes uh might, might do. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens when Daniel Bryan leaves. Yeah. Uh, to see whether like that would be a Next similar that, path, right? yeah. yeah. And um, as we as I predicted, I mean, I I didn't speak to Hardy about this, uh, but in my head when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, the young bucks are going for him. And true yeah, enough, and true enough, yeah, they uh, actually yeah, went to the World Club are going for <laughs> for Neville. And uh, World Osprey has been tweeting online. I think he's uh, dying for a match with the men. Yeah, uh, that gravity forgot because that will be dope. The the arrow the arrow assassin yeah. versus the man that gravity forgot. I mean, because when he became heel, he had to tone down, down a lot, right? Correct. Yeah. So imagine that. I mean. In these scenes, you know, spot fest, right? Sometimes. Yeah. And Neville is king of the spots, man. Man, Neville versus World of Spring and ROH will be... Will be insane. Throw a ladder in the mix. Yeah. So, not? it's not so much as me... I, I, I mean, obviously, I'll miss him in the WWE. Of if course. he leaves, let's yeah. say. Um, but I'm still excited if he turns up in ROH or turns up in NJPW or turns up in any other indie promotion. Yeah, maybe with Jimmy Jacobs, who, uh, <laughs> who knows, yeah. also recently fired from WWE, oh. if you haven't heard. Uh, yeah, he during the. A, the photo, recent, yeah, the, the recent Bullet Club invasion yeah. of Raw. Uh, he took a photo of his friends. Yeah, so and that's they got not Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand why the WWE did that. No, no, what? no. Show me a clause that says I cannot no, take no, a picture of my former yeah, coworkers. I, I, yeah, exactly. Fucking like but, Xavier Woods has been in videos with Kenny Omega. Yeah, la, But Xavier Woods is more important. Yeah, more I important, like uh, and also those videos are kind of harmless it's like gaming videos and all that this was like a direct competition-ish kind of thing sure and, uh, and he was it was posted on his personal Instagram so yeah. it's not as if the young bucks took a picture of him yeah. he was the one who wanted to take a picture with them so I guess I can get but it but I mean if I, I I really I don't think it's a fireable offense yeah right? exactly that, that's the only thing like. I understand where WWE is coming from but I I kind of think that the, the, the punishment was a bit harsh or, or perhaps we don't know the whole story. Maybe yeah. like um, maybe there's something else. That we don't maybe know. there's a lot of other things go happening, and this is maybe like the the final straw. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Maybe like this is like oh this fucker he did it again. Yeah. What does he do? Uh, he's a writer. Writer, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he works closely with um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, yeah. Seth Rollins. Uh, all friends, friends are, All friends <laughs> are our age. Yeah, we, I mean, like we were just saying, Kevin Owens' friends are slowly leaving. Except Sami Zayn. Yeah, they made up, so yay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, um, Kevin Owens actually tw- tweeted a poster of uh, him and Neville. Uh, not a poster, an uh, Instagram post of uh, mm, him mm. and Neville talking backstage without any words. Mm. So I guess he misses Neville, who was uh, famously one of his best friends uh, backstage along yeah. Seth and, yeah. uh, and Sammy, obviously. It's quite cute, right? The locker room today. Um, most of them are made up of indie stars who were already friends from prior. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's quite adorable. La. Yeah, and like the Kevin Owens group is like the new clique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way, yeah. Yeah, AJ Styles is part of that as well. Um, yeah. Do you see the Roman Reigns interview? Where he buried the Young Bucks? <laughs> um, not really I mean, the buried is not the right way. Yeah. Uh, where he, he said disparaging things about uh, Young Bucks, like uh, they don't have an original idea, they are acting like DX from 15 years ago, super kids. Which like kind of... All facts, by the way. Yeah, all facts. Uh, me, me being a huge Young Bucks fan, like, every Young Bucks fan realises this. Yeah. Like, we know they're not original. Yeah. So, um... It's interesting. I, I, 
I wouldn't take it too personally. Yeah, I mean Roman Reigns is doing the Roman Reigns lah. He's yeah. doing the locker room general thing lah. He's the locker room of the WWE right yeah. now lah. And like I think this was in direct response to the invasion lah. And yeah. I, and the invasion obviously pissed off a lot of people in the WWE, leading mm-hmm. leading to the the Jimmy Jacobs firing, leading to the cease and desist yeah. thing. With the young bucks, so I don't. I know. mean, that was just WWE just showing whose dick is bigger, lah. Correct, yeah. yeah. But but okay, what are they trying to accomplish here with the cease and desist? The only thing they've accomplished, right, is by making young young bucks more yeah a bigger star. Yeah, they they shown the spotlight on them even more now. Yeah, now yeah. now people who haven't heard of the young bucks are like now oh, we know. Oh okay, this oh oh sweet, they're doing the X shit. <laughs> they're doing NWO shit. Okay, and people love nostalgia. A <laughs> people who fell out of wrestling ten years ago or fifteen years ago. Correct, yeah. yeah. What, We'll be interested again to, to now take a look at these guys who are copying yeah. uh, the DX. In fact, like the, the young DX. The, the, the young bucks know, I mean, they know like, that they yeah. are a nostalgia act without actually being a nostalgia yeah. act. Uh, in fact, like when they received the cease and desist uh, letter, they actually had a, 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 a Twitter thread uh, saying like, oh shit, now we have to come up with an original idea. Yeah. And then they were they were tweeting each other like original ideas like, hmm, how about Young Bucks 316? <laughs> young Bucks just bring it. I love them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, okay. We'll see where that goes. I mean, we'll still watch them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll still catch their, their, their matches. A, 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 a part of me also wants to believe that this is a giant work. Oh, that would be so great. Yeah, right? Yeah. And actually, then they finally like debut in WWE. Yeah, they're actually making them... Like we were saying, oh, is your plan to make them a big star? Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is. And then they, they can finally do a real invasion. Yeah. NWO style. Yeah. Oh shit, it's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Who are they? <laughs> On the very best... Uh, off tangent a bit yeah but uh, do you see the big E uh, Instagram uh, or Twitter uh, the, the one the that unicorn. cannot set the unicorn yeah that's so funny <laughs> anymore, <laughs> anymore anymore even the young bucks retweeted them <laughs> with the sad face yeah. <laughs> the crying face so funny yeah. um, okay um, really this Raw wasn't that fun la. Um, the, the apart la- from the, the shield star there's only two other things I want to talk about from Raw number one mm. is um, I'm disappointed that Sister Abigail is just Bray Wyatt with a, with a veil with a funny voice. Yeah, yeah. With a little voice modulator thing. Yeah. Though the promo kind of... Was, it was, it was, it was, it was creepy. It was creepy. Yeah, was I so. like the creepiness. And I like Finn Bella's reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the backstage segment where he talked about what he had to do and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Finn Bella is coming to that. I like. I, I kind of... Okay, like, I want to watch I it. I mean, Finn Bella is, is selling it. La, yeah, he's sure, selling la. it. La. He's not doing like the Santino Morella thing where he laughed at the boogeyman and then Jimmy, Jim Collins slapped, slapped him. him. Yeah, and then um, they got into some altercation at some yeah. wrestling convention yeah. in Detroit. It's hilarious oh, though. It. If you haven't seen that video of Jim Cornette and uh, Santino Marella at, lo- at the lobby of some convention center. <laughs> arguing. Arguing and Jim Cornette going like, you want me to slap you again? <laughs> uh, these are, both of them are children. La. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, I love Santino. No, I love Santino okay. and I don't think he did anything wrong with this. It's just like Jim Cornette. Being Jim Cornette lah. Being Jim Cornette, <laughs> and, and and I know Jim Cornette wants you to think it's a work, but this one like was like some sneaky phone video of people, <laughs> yeah. so it wasn't a work. It wasn't a work. It was a fucking shoot, bro. Oh boy, Jim, Jim, just yeah. let just let it go. Santino, Santino has moved on. <laughs> yes, I, he has his academy where he's teaching wrestling and judo and karate and all that stuff. I understand that he doesn't like comedy wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, and Santino, Santino obviously was a comedy wrestler, but but he was one of the best comedy wrestlers. One of the biggest demographics for wrestling. I'm sorry, Jim, is it's children. Comedy. Yeah, children. Yeah, and and Santino is for the kids. Yeah. John Cena is for the kids. Exactly. Uh, and you know what's wrong with having larger than life characters once in a while? You know. Yeah. Sorry, my dog. Uh, yeah, and okay lah, that's the only thing I want to bring up about Sister Abigail. Yeah, Sister Abigail. Uh, ho- um, ho- hopefully it's an actual person. Uh, 
Um, and I guess the last thing I wanted to bring up is the Fatal Five Way match. Um, for for the honor of being uh, beaten Asuka's, by Asuka. Yeah, that uh, was like everybody was so enthusiastic to be in that match. So Kurt Angle announces, "Oh, Asuka will have a match at TLC. Who wants to face him?" Uh-huh. And then why is everyone so excited for this? Because you know you're gonna lose to Asuka, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna kick your ass, right? Correct. Yeah. So okay, um, I I do think they did set up a couple of interesting things with this match. Uh-huh. The match itself was serviceable as whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, a very shit ending. But like, uh, Bailey turning heel now seems more more, more viable, right? Because yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. um, the, her interaction with Sasha Banks in the match, yeah, she, she got very violent yeah. with her, yeah, and and vice versa. Um, Emma winning. I mean, we I we all heard the rumors that Emma was the first feud, so it, it made sense. Made sense. Yeah, but I didn't like how Emma won though. It felt very sloppy. It was a it was a botch finisher. Right. It felt it felt very botched. Yeah, mm. or okay. too rushed or something. Because it was like a roll, then she rolled, and oh, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't clean at all, uh, Oh, Jason Jordan. He got his win over um, Carl Anderson. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, I um, don't know where they're going with this, but I mean, at least he got a win, lah. Elias beat Apollo Cruz. Uh, uh, that that needs to. I I love the banjo part. Sure, yeah. That was funny. Yeah, well. yeah. And and Elias is um a great character to interact with, especially for live audiences. But I don't know where they're going with this feud. They're obviously leading to a Titus O'Neil match, lah. Yeah, because apparently Apollo couldn't beat. Elias, <coughs> yes. Um, although I think that there could be an interesting way to actually make this viable, mm-hmm. is to have like it doesn't lead to a Titus O'Neil match. It leads to Apollo just keep losing and losing and losing to the point where Titus O'Neil drops him from Titus Worldwide and takes Elias instead. Yeah, uh, thereby setting up a feud between Titus and and Apollo Cruz. Hmm, can be. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I'll be interested in it. Then who the hell is Elias gonna face? He's a strong mid cutter so far. He's been a strong mid-carder, I feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where Elias is going. Yeah. He's fun, lah. He's, He's fun. fun he la. doesn't actually need a feud. Yeah. Because Elias is... He didn't need to sit in the stage, sing a stupid song, and get out. Exactly, exactly. Now, um, let's get to the fallout from Hell on a Cell. Ooh, um, yeah. The show opened with the Usos and uh, the New Day. Giving, My favourite segment. Giving Yeah, me too. Um, the Usos and New Day, even seeding the show when they're not wrestling. Yeah. Uh, came out. They gave each other props. They yep. were like, you know, uh, the Usos were saying that, like, you know, we are we are aching, traveling from city to city. We're in pain. We're in pain. But uh, and we were thinking, like, who's the only other people that can understand this? Well, I'm um, Kevin Owens and Shane man. But besides them, <laughs> it's the new day. Like. It's the new day. Yeah. Uh, we've been through. Uh, like, if you've seen like boxing and and MMA and in real life combat sports, when two people who hate each other go through such. Uh, a combat experience like that it kind of bonds you yeah, uh, and they kind of extended transcended that to uh, the fictional realm this time yeah. uh, where it's the Usos gained a uh, newfound respect for the New Day and yeah. vice versa and they both shook hands it was a very terrible moment like, I felt like I could I was like tearing up a bit a bit a bit yeah. because uh, this is a combination of uh, months and months of them putting on spectacular matches just killing over and it over, yeah. and um, the Usos downright not said, only matches but great promos also yeah. along the way and this yeah. another example of the great promos yeah. that they've been delivering so a part of me will, is going to miss this feud. But it was good because it introduced the rest of the tech team. Correct. Um, to the point, uh, and, and how they introduced that was clever by the also saying that like we've been seeing the show, pretty much we are the tech team vision yep. in SmackDown. In fact, the rest of them suck. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, that, that, that brought down um, uh, the Hype Bros. The Hype Bros. Who uh, have literally lost every <laughs> match that I can think of. So yeah, they legit suck. And the line that the Usos, de- I think Jimmy delivered. Yeah. Oh man, you stay in the sidelines and like and like an NFL career. Oh, mm. that hurt, man. I was like, ooh, oh. so. 
Uh, and that that prompted uh, Chad Gable and uh, Chester Benjamin come out to to say, "Hey, we beat you guys. Yeah. What the fuck claim do you have?" Yeah. And like, Oos was one of the Oos was like, "Yeah, um, you Gable, you're smart. Yeah, you got Sheldon Benjamin. Exactly. IC title. US champion. US champion. Yeah, tag uh, team champion." Um, and and they forgot uh, Chad Gable also former tag team champion. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's obviously like the next hype team lah. Uh, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then after that, uh, Brizango came out. Brizango came out. The Incension, who basically <laughs> got like two seconds of music and he didn't even get on the mic. Uh, they said they, they they want to blah blah blah, come back and all that. Yeah. Then uh, uh, the New Day were just like running. I uh, sorry, the Usos were just running to everyone. But except Brizango. Yeah. <laughs> we <So>, like you. <laughs> yeah, no, because if he was like, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. Brizango's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. So this obviously led uh, Daniel Bryan to come down to set up um a fatal four way tag yep. match. Yep. Uh, which um, predictably, uh, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin won, yeah. but it was still a good match. It was. Um, it featured a lot of interesting psychology because uh, it featured the Ascension helping Bizango because they want to be friends. Yeah, so cute. Uh, it featured like more dissension between uh, the, the high, high bros, bros yeah. and of course Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable looking very strong. Yeah, becoming more gelled in as a team. And I think like these four with the Usos are gonna set up another classic series of matches because they are all very athletic and I yeah. feel like they could have some good chemistry because yeah. even when American Alpha were feeling Usos I thought there was a very hot feud and it was, they did it good was, matches yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to it I think American Alpha has dropped the title to the Usos right? Uh, correct yeah, yeah. Uh, they even did an injury angle where the Usos were purposely injuring, injuring both, uh, both their knees, both their knees yeah, yeah. So uh, this, this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I ah. mean, that match actually showcased how talented the tag team division was. Yes. Right? Like, even even the Ascension, like... On fire, man. On yeah, fire. we're really missing out, you know, not having them on TV. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of uh, tag division, uh, what, what do you, what's your take on Luke Harper and Eric Owen? Yeah, what the hell? Wait, yeah. what are they called now? The Bludgeon the Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, so funny. Uh, it's a throwback to, like, the 80s. Yeah. Very silly. <laughs> Um, and it, the the promo was set up in such a hilarious way that I kept expecting them to like look at each other and laugh. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck are we saying? <laughs> Severed spines, broken bones, bludgeon brothers. Uh, okay. Well, we were right. They they are a tag team. Yeah, yeah. But um, the the thing that is very encouraging to me, mm-hmm. because um, if you remember how on the cell there was the fashion files, yeah. and the the tease was the their major villain was Two B. Yeah. And our uh, Belgian brothers is BB, 2B. Yeah. So they're obviously like... It feels that's where it's leading to, right? Correct, yeah. yeah but that leads to another disappointment. No yeah. fashion files this week. Uh, yeah, I've been postponed again. Yeah. Oh, well. Come on! If they were postponed <laughs> because of this stupid Belgian brothers promo, I would be so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, but okay, I'm still looking I'm forward to I mean, we still got to see Brizango lah. Yeah, for yeah. Like a match lah. I guess they're saving fashion files for episodes when Brizango aren't wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was happening here? Uh, um, wait, before we get to the big ones, uh, well, there was uh, Becky the AJ's Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch uh, won Becky. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Becky Lynch won Becky. Be- Becky Lynch. She can only beat herself. <laughs> she beat Carmella. She beat Carmella. Uh, That's an okay, match. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, um, the 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 best part of anything with Carmella right now is uh, James Ellsworth with him the the dog angle. Yeah, just saying, James Ellsworth is still in the WWE. Yeah. Amazing guy. And and Neville is not. Yeah, let's not. Oh my god, James also in 205 Live. Yeah, make him the champion. <laughs> no, lah, let's not. Make that <laughs> okay? It, James Ellsworth is 3 0 against AJ Styles. Yeah, just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Weird things have happened. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, he's 3 0 against AJ Styles. 
<laughs> Speaking of AJ Styles, um, AJ Styles uh, lost clean to the Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. It, um, this, I'm fine with this booking. Totally yeah, fine yeah, with yeah. this booking. Um, again, it's to legitimize the title. Of course. Definitely. Because it felt like a lucky win yeah. in Hell in a Cell. So this one is like, hey, Baron Corbin actually earned it. Yeah. I mean, it was a clean win. Clean win. Yeah. I mean, AJ Styles was giving it his all, you know. And he he bump, he, AJ Styles bumps like a motherfucker, man. Love it, love it, love it. Love yeah. It. Uh, again, it's an injury South match, meaning it's a good match. Yep. Uh, Baron Corbin came off looking very strong. Yeah, and finally, Baron is actually the chemistry between him and AJ is actually working now. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, uh, but sadly, that's the end of the feud. Yeah. Uh, that might it's okay. AJ South can move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Baron right now he's um, he's doing this hater gimmick. Yeah. Because a lot he's been getting a lot of hate online. Now he gets to shove it in everyone's face. Yeah, man. Look, I finally did it. I did it. I did it clean. Yep. I didn't take any shortcuts. Yep. Uh, so you gotta respect me now. Yep, I love that. Fine, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that he gets a, a legit good feud uh, from now on. Same. Maybe with Nakamura. Nakamura, yeah. Because I think Nakamura is off the main event picture right now. Maybe in fact, the... he was inserted into a random tag match with, with uh, uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton versus Rusev and uh, Aiden English. Aiden English. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I skipped this one. Me too. I went to the toilet. I did other things. It was on the background, but like I didn't. I didn't give a shit. Uh. I mean, it was. Okay match lah. It wasn't great lah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was alright. Um, Wait, there's one more thing. Yes, okay. Before the semi Zayn one, right? I wanted to point out something really, really bad. Yeah, go ahead. Super painful. Which one? The Dolph Ziggler. Yes, Ruto yes! That's the exact same thing I was going to say. It was so bad. What the fuck was, was that? It was so awkward. It was so bad. It was one of the worst WWE things I've ever seen. What? Yes. What? I was so confused. Yep. Oh my so god. So it, it felt like they were both stumbling over each other's words yeah. and they didn't know when to speak yeah. and even the camera couldn't didn't know when to pen to. It was super amateur hour, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like... Like after you have something like the Usos and the New Day doing that crazy ass promo and then you have this. And these are like fucking veterans. Exactly, like, this is not like your first rodeo, man. Th- these are workers who have been who have been working for like 10, 15 years. Exactly. Uh, oh, it was so painful. Oh god. The, can this feud just end? Yeah, can we just move maybe, on? Maybe, maybe like move on Dolph Ziggler to something else and like let Bobby Roode feud yeah. with uh, Baron Corbin. Move Dolph Ziggler to 205 Live. Why not? Why not? Uh, move Bobby Roode to uh, the US title picture. Yeah, maybe. why not? A- and since the New Day has nothing to do, I'm, I'm hoping that they can finally free with a single title. Yeah, you know. Either the world title or the... Because I wouldn't mind Big E holding the world title. Yeah. And then after that, freebirding it all the way. Yes, that'll be so fun. <laughs> so fucking funny. Or even like uh, the new day versus Baron Corbin. Because you did mention that I mean, uh, off air that, that uh, it has been done, right? The IC title was freebird. The IC title has been freebirded with uh, China and Chris Jericho, yeah. famously. Uh, and in and other independent promotions, it has yeah. been used. So why not? Why not? Yeah. Finally, uh, and and it's been twenty years since there's been a black champion. Why Ziggy, not, man? Why not have three black champions at once? <laughs> One time, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, we're making up for lost time. <laughs> we're going to give the World Championship to Wait, three black people. who was the last black champion? Um, N- not counting Booker T. Booker T doesn't really count because it's the WCW Championship. Yeah. We're talking the WWE Lineal Championship. Yeah. It's The Rock. The Rock was half black. But he identifies himself Samoan. as Samoan. Yeah, so... Hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Farouk didn't win it, right? No, not Farouk. Not Lilo Brown. Not, um... I don't know. No one, man. She... Not, not Biggie. Yeah, Big E was NXT only. Yeah, so... I can't think of one. Neither can I. Yeah, so it's about time to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to the New Day. New Day World Champions. Yeah. That's what we need right now. Or if you cannot, I wouldn't mind them pre the US actor either. Also can. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I feel like it's some it's a uh, one of those experiments that you would rather do with the US title than yeah. the fucking world championship. But then again, the world championship means nothing right now. Yeah, it's with Jinder Mahal. Guess who wasn't on SmackDown Live this week? Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. They <laughs> <laughs> give time to the Bludgeon Brothers. And <laughs> Over Jinder Mahal. And that, your world champion. And that fucking like stupid Bobby Root Dolph Ziggler promo. Over Jinder Mahal. The fucking world champion was your on there. You had like people who like jumped off hell in the cells. <laughs> on the show Jinder Mahal had like one boring match with basically no bumps yeah and he wasn't on the show so nobody gives a shit because nobody gives a shit I'm That's sorry so I'm, I'm sorry I'm ranting la. like no we, no this is a this is a legit rant the Jinder Mahal thing has just been a massive colossal failure uh, he's not over with the Indian audience he's not over with us he's not over with the American audience it's because they never went in all the way yeah you know what I mean they have to go all the way If you really want to make Jinder a star Go in all the way The way you did it with Roman You have to do it with Jinder Correct, yeah Okay But if you go half fuck, half cocked, right Yeah It's not gonna work And it didn't It showed It didn't The crowd doesn't respond to Jinder Indian audiences <laughs> don't know that he exists Yeah Okay And Yeah, he doesn't have that kind of star power Sadly to say like the great Kali Yeah Okay Who at least has the physical presence You know, yeah. being like Um and also a freaking star in India. Correct, correct. Yeah. Because he is from India. Yes, not from Canada. Yeah, that matters. Yeah. Uh, sp- speaking of things that actually did go over and are Canadian, uh, Sami Zayn and uh, and let's go to Kevin the big ones. ones. Yes. Yeah. So this was something that worked very well. Yep. Very very well. Much in the same way that Hell in a Cell was structured with Usos and New Day beginning and Shane and, and uh, Kevin at the end. Uh, Kevin and Sami at the end. Yeah. Smackdown Live went with the same formula. Same formula. Everything in the middle was pretty meh. The beginning end, and yeah. the end were spectacular. Oh, but then uh, in the middle you had AJ Styles and Baron also. Again, you know, <laughs> this is the Spider-Life formula. <laughs> Everything else is just thrown together. Yeah. So, you have a good uh, beginning, ending, and a good, uh, a decent center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Sammy, what, what, what do you make of Sami Zayn's reasoning? Brilliant. Yeah. Right? Uh, it was totally justified. Yeah. Uh, everything he said about McMahon uh, not taking heat uh, about uh, the warnings that he's been giving, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, this is KO and all that stuff. That that moment where he said that he felt ignored, mm-hmm. uh, that he felt that he, you know, like being brushed off by Shane McMahon and all that. It's like you know when he when you first join a company, yeah. that the boss is like, you know, I'm here for you. But then yeah. like over the next few weeks and months, you realize yeah. that not really like The nope. boss is the boss lah. Yep. Uh, and of course, uh, Sami Zayn went the route of making fun of oh the whole land of opportunity thing, which mm-hmm. we know is bullshit. Yeah. Many other wrestlers have pointed this out. Yep. But um, Sami Zayn still being the good guy that he is tried to do it the right way. Yep. Uh, but he saw his friends Kevin, his friend Kevin Owens doing it the wrong way, cheating, lying, everything. stealing, getting a US championship, getting uh, IC title, IC title, tech championship, title. universal title. Kevin Owens is one of the quickest Grand Slam winners I've ever seen. Yep. Uh, Even faster than Dean. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> two-time NXT champion. Oh, exactly. which, uh, uh, even Sami Zayn wasn't. Yep. So. Uh, he has a legitimate gripe here, yeah. but at the same time, like as I was saying in the previous podcast, he did do it for kind of faceish reasons because yeah. he wants to save yeah. uh, his best friend from. I mean, he said he saw the the, the look, look on Shane McMahon's face. He didn't want to. He didn't want to pin you. He wanted to hurt you. He yeah, wanted he to, kill to end you. your career. Yes, yes, always. Always, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was um, brilliant, and that, that was the exact motivation we thought that he had, like, It was. It was actually a, a, a nice mix of all the motivations that we thought of. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to where this goes. Actually, I don't know when. when I, exactly, I don't know where this goes, but I'm looking forward to seeing next week's SmackDown uh, to see uh, Shane's response, maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's next moves mm-hmm. uh, and the development of this um, re-friendship. Uh. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was actually thinking recently, right? Like, who is... How many face champions do we have right now? None. We have Kalisto. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, uh, well, there's still five, five, uh, And uh, Seth and Dean. Tag champs, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tag champs, yeah. The Usos aren't faces, but they're treated like faces. Because they got over with brilliant matches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's really the dark side of the WWE right now. It is. It's been for a while. Right? It's been for a while, yeah. Jigga is definitely a fucking racist heel. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Alright, let's, let's move on to 205 Live where we actually have a face champion. Yay! Kalisto! Kalisto, uh, Kalisto actually had a good promo. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, remembering Eddie. Yeah. Uh, remembering all the greats before him. Yes. Uh, and uh, Enzo came out. He delivered his first promo after losing the championship. Yep. Again, hot fire. Enzo is such a good promo. Ooh, I like how uh, Kalisto actually could go toe-to-toe with Enzo. Yes. In a way, right? Like, yeah. You could see that Kalisto knows how to cut a decent promo. Yeah, and it, even using Enzo's words yeah. back against him, saying like, that, like, it, it doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile, a win's a win, yeah. and I won, bro. Yeah, because those were the exact words yeah. that Enzo said. And Enzo was like, yeah, yeah, okay, you got a point, you got a point. <laughs> um, I like, uh, one of the things I forgot to mention about Lumberjack match, I like that they finally kept Kayfabe. Yep. Finally, um, Aradavari wasn't against... Enzo for random reasons yep. and then you have to like backtrack again nope so, no backtracking this time uh, Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher also said good things about Enzo warming yep. up to him yep. so the heels were on one side the faces were on and one also, side and uh, also uh, Drew Gulak Drew Gulak as well yeah, who, got, who got involved yeah who had a brilliant uh, spot with uh, Akira Tozawa shoving the sign into his throat because he's chanting ah yeah, ah ah brilliant. brilliant love it love it love it love it Kevin character um, I'm gonna go as far as to say that like to once again, oh, he did break his thing. He interrupted someone. Who did he interrupt? Drew, Drew Gulak interrupted uh, Tozawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct, correct. Um, yeah, I, I did want to mention, again, um, I think 205 Live and NXT were actually better shows than Royal Spider-Man this week. I mean, Royal Spider-Man had big spots, which yeah. were great. But, but like, um, they weren't like, a consistently yeah. good show. So, and, uh, I guess again, it's a time format. La. One hour, yeah. la, so it's a lot easier to, yeah. to make it uh, So, smoother. 205 Live had one of the best two out of three falls matches in a while. Interesting booking 2-0. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. It made sense, yeah. Um, the combination of the feud between TJP yeah. and uh, Rich Swan. Yeah. Again, very good match because they both have insane Fucking chemistry. chemistry. Uh. They've been wrestling for years. Uh, yeah. In the indies and even in the WWE, it feels like their feud has been going for years. I love it. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good feud. It makes yeah. total sense. At first, it was a friendly rivalry. Now, it's a bitter rivalry. And now it's done. I hope. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind seeing it again because they, they've been putting on hot fire matches. Like. Amazing matches, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I really like, that was like the quote-unquote mini events of uh, this mm. week's uh, 205 Live. And um, I thought it, the crowd was even hot for it as well. It was? Yeah. There was a, this is awesome, Chan. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so again, you know, um, crowd investment in the Cruiserweights is slowly but surely happening. Yeah. And I'm very encouraged by that because it really is the best wrestling that WWE has right now. Really, uh, good technical wrestlers, good uh, sport fest people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a good balance, lah. It's not all sports fest. It's not all uh, technical wrestling. You know, there's not. They have really inbuilt some storylines in. Yeah. You know, what was lacking at the beginning of Two O Five Live. Yeah. Which made sense because that was a new show. Mm-hmm. But now your characters are more developed. Everybody has their own personalities coming out slowly. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Yeah. And and a good case in point was the final match was um, a random tag match which had a story behind it. Yep. Kalisto and Mustafa Ali against Enzo and Aradavari. And, and of course, the Mustafa Ali angle happened in the lumberjack match. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it makes sense. It, it had a ca- it had a character motivation. Yeah. To a final life started was just having random music, thunder, lightning, yeah. very very frightening. <laughs> frightening. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's the weather. What you gonna do? Welcome to Singapore. Uh, yeah, those, those unbombs. <laughs> yeah, those unbombs. Those are God. It's God. a very noisy podcast, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God taking a bomb. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm, I've been enjoying 205 so Me far. Me too. Uh, and NXT also. Yeah. NXT started with the women's match, right? The Threats. The triple. Four, so at, at uh, NXT takeover. Triple away. Triple threat. Triple threat. Yes. You watching wrestling for how long? Oh my god, my brain farted. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So, uh, obviously Asuka vacated the NXT championship, yep. the women championship, and now there's gonna set up a, a fatal four way match at NXT Takeover War Games. Yep. War Games, by the way. We love the name. Uh. So Karizin, obviously the Mian Classic winner, set um set up as the first challenger. Mm. So now they're gonna fill up the other three spots with three triple threat matches. Yep. The first of which featured uh, Liv Morgan against uh, Nikki Cross against Peyton, uh, uh, Peyton, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Uh, Peyton Royce ended up getting the, the win, win after the Undisputed Era. Came out with, um, what's her name? Uh, Tonya? I'm going to say Tonya. Is it Tonya? can't remember her name. Ta- Tenara. Tenara Conti. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, it's close to Tonya. Uh, so I guess she's part of the dis- Undisputed. Yes, I guess. Mm. Um, so the Undisputed obviously carrying over their feud with Sanity. Again, makes perfect makes storytelling yeah. sense. Nikki Cross had the match won twice. Yep. Uh, and but it was interrupted by Tanara Conti. Uh, so Tanara Conti actually um, had a really good reaction when looking at uh, Nikki Cross. Because she looked the, crazy. The look of fear on yeah, in her eyes Nikki as well. Cross looked crazy. Yeah. Oh, Nikki Cross can really pull off a crazy person look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind Peter Noyce winning because Peter Noyce is obviously the better of the two uh, wrestlers. Mm. Uh, Billy Kay. Um, and Liv Morgan, I was encouraged by the strikes that she's made because yeah. she she kept up with the other two pretty Yeah, well. I mean, she's been around for a while now, for yeah. a year plus already. Or maybe two years? Not that long, like, especially in consideration against Nikki Cross mm-hmm. and uh, Peyton Royce have been around for a much, much longer time. I think she's the same time as Nikki Cross, though. Ooh. I remember her because I remember her. Uh, no, no, but I mean like Nikki Cross's um, indie experience. Oh yeah, 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 maybe, maybe. Yeah, because like she was in the Scottish Indies for a long yeah, time yeah. prior to that, and and uh, Liv Morgan is what um kind of fresher uh, yeah, homegrown. Yeah, yeah. homegrown. Yeah. Um. So solid match. I liked it. Yeah. Um. Next week is gonna set up the next triple threat match for the yeah. for the uh, third place in the fatal four way. Uh, it's gonna be Sonia Deville taking on. Oh my God! I forgot. Uh, Ember Moon, Moon and Ruby Riot. Yeah, Ruby Riot. Yeah, correct. Uh, I'm gonna bet that uh, Peyton and Billy Kay are gonna interfere again. Yep, and because of their feud against Ruby, Ruby Riot. Riot. Yeah. Do you think Ember is gonna take the piece? It feels like Ember is gonna win, right? Gonna take the win. Yeah. I mean, I'm spoiled for it, like so. Yeah, Ember did win. Okay. Yeah. Oops. Oops. We <laughs> forgot to do spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Ember Moon wins next week. Fine. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Um, I'm I'm not spot for the final triple threat match, yeah, I so I I don't know either. Uh, we had Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Velveteen Dream taking on Leo Rush. Thing. Leo Rush, who finally has a match. Yeah, yay! Hey. And um, the five seconds of Leo Rush offense was all it took for the crowd to go fucking nuts. Yeah, they loved that it. That was the biggest reaction of the night. You yeah. know, the Leo Rush getting like five seconds of offense and how quick he was. He was damn quick. He was like unfathomably quick. It's, I love it. Yeah, he's quicker than cruiserweights. I mean, he is a cruiserweight. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he really lives up to the name Rush. Yeah. Um, being twenty-two, obviously, he's very fast and explosive. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and for a very young guy, he's he's very um seasoned. Yeah, yeah. I think like his selling and psychology all worked very well, despite despite the high spot nature of his style. Yeah. Um, I thought the Velvet Team Dream winning obviously made sense because he's in a in a field. You need to thunder lightning again. Sorry. 
you need him to um, look strong. Uh, and I like the moments in the match where he kept saying, acknowledge me, I want as Alistair Black to yeah. uh, say, my name, say, my name. say my name. So he wasn't really focused on Leo. Yeah. Uh, and he ended the match by, you know, um, kind of like... Uh, squat- doing the uh, Alistair Black pose? Uh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, squatting in the middle of the ring. Sitting, sitting in the middle. Squatting is different. Sitting in the middle, cross-legged. Squatting is a very weird, <laughs> very weird image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the, the Prince knockoff um, has been getting the desired reaction. Yeah. Uh, I'm still very wary of him, that's because I don't like the fact that it's a Prince knockoff. I know. But yeah. I, love his, I love his elbow drop though. It's not a bad looking elbow drop. Great elbow drop. Um, yeah. And also the fact that it's a springboard yeah. from the second rope to the top. Looks good. To the down, yeah, so yeah. it looks great. Uh, the Purple Rainmaker. Purple Rainmaker. Uh, Leo Rush obviously has a bright future ahead. Can't wait. Uh, Velveteen Dream has a great feud with uh, Lester Black coming up. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Street Forfeits had a squash match Again. against random guys. I mean, it's been. I mean, that's how, what they've been doing, lah. Slowly developing these guys, lah. Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm very down with Montez Jordan, though. I think he's the better of the two. Uh, the, yeah, la, More vocal. Uh, yeah. And he, the movements are really fun to watch. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And um, the only thing that I can think of when I watch Street Forfeits is just that I really like the song. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I bring the swag like nobody <laughs> can. No mean brag. I love it too. Oh, I bring the swag like nobody can. Yeah. yeah. Every, every time I see them on the street, I do yeah. the shoulder movements as well. So it's, a, it's a fun team. It's a fun it is, team. It is. But the match of the week, not discounting, like, let's let's take away her on herself. Mm-hmm. The match of the week was Johnny Gargano's uh, rematch Ooh, against Andrade Almas. Yeah. What a match. With, um, it built up on the psychology from the first match. Yep. It had twists and turns. Oh. Um, it had um, a variation of Selena Vegas's uh, DIY. Yeah, so this time she was wearing, wearing the shirt, the shirt yeah. but um, Johnny Gargano was unaffected by it. Yeah, saying yeah. that like I'm over that shit, blah blah blah. But but basically he was still distracted. Uh, yeah, the point was the distraction. Correct. And it worked. Yeah, uh, I mean he did like force it in even more. Uh, the, what do you call his finisher? The Gargano escape. The Gargano escape. Yeah, and. And that was cool, mm-hmm. but then like Cien Almas, because of that distraction, managed to struggle his, I uh, managed to put his feet on the ropes. Uh. Correct. Yeah. And that led to the whole. Uh, there were there were a lot of near falls. Of near that. falls. Yeah. Um, I was I was very invested in all the near falls because I kept thinking. I kept thinking because this is the second match. I thought um Jordi Kagano was gonna win, setting up strategy. Up, right? Yeah. But uh, Andrade is now two and zero. Um, mm. thereby ending this feud. Uh, Jordi Kagano obviously now has this crisis of um. Am I really a singles competitor? Yeah, maybe I'm not cut out for it, you know. Yeah. Um, and Vega is uh, one of the better managers out there. Yeah. So, uh, she she never overtakes the spotlight in a way that like sometimes Paul Heyman does. But whenever she needs to step the Junkio out of uh, CN, he's there. Whenever yeah. she she always comes in at like pivotal moments. She does. Very cool. Um, I'm I'm liking CN as a wrestler more, right, more and more. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I told you this uh, quite a while back that that I mean. You just need to give him the spotlight, and he, he he's gonna be, be yeah great yeah, and and also the fact that he's wrestling against uh, Johnny Wrestling la. yeah la. and who uh, will make you look good la. who who will drag out a five star match from you la. yeah and and this match to me is on par with the NXT Takeover match same yes Bo- I agree both matches were phenomenal yeah. uh, this one due to recency bias obviously I'm gonna think it's better but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need to re- rewatch both uh, fantastic match uh, I would like to see more of Gargano as a singles competitor oh no we missed the last Sullivan Betty Birch thing. Oh, well, it was a squash. La. But it, it is setting up the handicap match between uh, on, Oni Larkin and, uh, and uh, Danny Birch Danny versus Lars Sullivan, who's a monster, man. Yeah, he looks huge. We didn't see anyone else, right? No, no, I I, I think that's about it for, yeah. NX, uh, for NXT. This but week. the highlight was definitely Gargano and Cien Almas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, That really elevated this episode of NXT. It did. I've been slightly disappointed by the last few. Yeah, it was, I, um, it was okay. It was okay, but the yeah. last two episodes have featured phenomenal matches. Yeah. Uh, Roderick Strong and Roderick Strong. 
uh, obviously Gargano <laughs> May is... you change your mind not Roderick Strong a bit <laughs> No I still hate Roderick Strong as a character I know but as a wrestler Yeah, yeah. Uh, But obviously Gargano and CN They wrestle a different style They did they, It's not like the slow paced uh, Strong style that uh, McIntyre does It was a good um, it's a, action indie, pace It's an indie style match Yeah 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 so um, I, I really like this uh, Obviously Tommaso Ciampa Is still rehabbing his knee yeah. uh, But that's the feud That's gonna have It's a long burn feud yeah. Slow burn Slow burn No worries yeah. Gargano can keep doing this Yeah Have this crisis of identity For a while Yeah um, What they can keep doing Is maybe um, offer Like two or three drop matches You know mm. uh, Build his confidence back up But when it comes to The pivotal moments Against high, high caliber opponents He loses Yeah And um, That's good storytelling Exactly And like have his Only high caliber win Against Tomoso Tiampa, mm. there has to be there has there has to be like the final bridge that he crosses before he realizes, yeah, yeah, before he makes his breakthrough. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that, man. Uh, great way of wrestling. Uh, and uh, we would like to thank the guys at SPW yeah. also for hooking us up. SPW has been great, man. They've been yeah. giving us opportunities to interview two of their top guys, I guess. Yeah, two of the top guys. Um, yeah. so um, once again, October twentieth, SPW Wrestling City Asia Reload. Yeah, if you uh, ever buy your tickets, hurry up. Yeah, it's it's actually selling out. Yeah. Um. They're in fact we as we were told they are adding trying to add more seats, but there's only very li- limited space. Yeah. So uh, don't don't dilly dally Yeah. Buy it. Buy, buy it. it. Yeah. Um. So I guess till next week, where we'll be talking about SPW, we'll be uh. talking about everything WWE and all the indies and all of that. And TLC. That's the week after. TLC is the week after. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, TLC Asuka's debut, big deal. Can't wait for that. Versus a lot of people. Yeah, oh my god, it's really good. By then, it'll be end of October. Correct. Wow. Yeah, and then we have Survivor Series to look forward to. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fun times, fun times. Yeah. Uh, well, till then, this has been Hit Zero. I'm Hardy. And we'll catch you next week. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye.